Hello there. Welcome back to episode four of Chatting Chipwise. I'm Adam Jackson. Really appreciate you stopping by. This has been super fun for me, just getting to know these student athletes, watching them compete, but then hearing more about who they are individually and how their time has been here at Central Michigan. So we thought, why just do one? Let's do two. So this is our first episode with two student athletes. And again, if you're new to the podcast, we're going to do a, a couple of student athletes or a student athlete and a assistant coach or head coach each week here and just get to know them a little bit more than what you're typically used to seeing them compete out on the field or the pitch or in the arena. Uh, you get to know a little bit more about who they are as a person. So this week we did football and women's soccer. We talked with Jace Bauer, the quarterback for Central Michigan football, and his experiences coming over from Ankeny, Iowa, and becoming a Chippewa, and now leading the squad. As it's crazy to think, they're already six games through their schedule, halfway point of 2023. And then we also talked with uh, Allison Lapointe, the goalkeeper for Central Michigan women's soccer. She's out of Royal Oak, kind of right down the road, a couple hours away. And the Chippewas are flying through their season. They have just five games left to go. And they'll have a couple more this week as they get ready to, to head to Ohio and then host Akron. And it's homecoming week, so a ton of opportunities to come out and support the Chippewas and uh, celebrate Central Michigan. So without further ado, let's get into the interviews. We begin with number eight, Jace Bauer. All right, well, welcome to the podcast. We had some phone issues, but we, we finally tracked you down. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, glad to be here. <laughs> We're glad to have you. Tell us tell us how this year's going for you so far. As, yeah, crazy to think we're already halfway through the football season already. Yeah, no, it, it's flown by. Um, you know, it, it's been a blessing this year. Um, you know, it's, I've been blessed to, you know, be able to play. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been having a fun time with the guys. Um Really, just had a blast out there, and um, you know we're halfway through, and we got got a lot more to go here. But um, yeah, it's crazy. It's already halfway through, and um, just gotta enjoy it while you can. So yeah, it goes by really quick, doesn't it? I mean, even thinking about how fast time moves, and the fact that you've already been here a few years, what's what's it been like just being at Central Michigan, coming from Ankeny, Iowa, to Mount Pleasant, Michigan? Yeah, no, it, it's been awesome. Um, you know, my first couple of years was definitely you know a little bit of an adjustment, you know, just kind of being far away from home. Um, but you know, this is home now for me, you know, it's, it's been, um, I love this place, you know, it's a nice little small town. Um, you know, I've kind of figured out all the things to do around here. Um, so yeah, no, I really enjoy it here. Um, and it's close enough, you know, where my family can come and, you know, watch every game. Um, so that's really cool too. Um, so yeah, no, it's just been a blessing and, um, I'm super happy, you know, I, I chose here and that central, you know, gave me an opportunity and, um, uh, hopefully we're able to win a lot more games here. So take us through that process. How did you from all the way out in Iowa, find a little old Central Michigan and, and make it to Mount Pleasant. Yeah, uh, so the recruiting process was, was pretty stressful, honestly, just through COVID and everything. Um, I didn't really get to go on any visits at all. Um, so it was a lot of just like over the text and stuff like that, um, trying to reach out to schools. Um, you know, and, and Central came in late. I think it was a couple of weeks before signing day. Um, and I was kind of set on some FCS schools that I was, you know, probably going to go to. Um, and kind of narrowing those down and then central came in out of nowhere and said, Hey, like, we're really interested in you. Um, so I kind of held off on my decision there and, um, yeah, I was blessed with the, the opportunity to, to get a scholarship to play here. And, um, you know, it's kind of a decision I couldn't turn down, um, to play big time football like this. So, um, yeah, it's been a blessing. So 
Was there any thought? I know you're a big baseball guy, and you're a big part of uh, Ankeny's squad. Was there any thought of playing baseball at the next level? Yeah, th- that was a big thing too. Is you know I love baseball as well, um, and you know, just trying to pick one. I didn't know if I was going to pick one um, before I was going to try to play both. Um, you know, when I got here, I still was like kind of wrestling with when I because I knew Central had a really good baseball team, um, so I was kind of like struggling if I wanted to do both here. Um, I knew coming into my second spring that I kind of needed that spring ball um, if I wanted to have a chance to play last year. Um, so, you know, I think that I made the right decision, but I always think, you know, like, oh, like, what if, you know, but uh, you, you can't think about that. And uh, I think I made the right choice. Did you have any conversations with uh, Coach Bischel at all when he was here about playing baseball when you came in? Um, Not a whole lot. I, I kind of like through like mutual people I did um, and like, like I think he knew that I played baseball. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, like if, if I wanted to play, I, you know, I could. Um, but yeah, like some of the trainers that work for the baseball staff as well were like trying to get me to, to play. Um, but you know, I think I really made the right decision, um, and just kind of sticking with football. So what type of baseball player, first off, what position did you play? And then second, what, what type of baseball player are you? Uh, I played shortstop. Uh, I played shortstop my whole life and yeah, I, I, my dad taught me how to bat lefty. Um, so I was a lefty hitter and played shortstop and, uh, yeah, I think I, I had a lot of, I think I maybe have the state record in triples or something like that. A lot of warning track power um, <laughs> in high school. Um, but, yeah, no, I had a blast playing uh, baseball, and I like that's a, a sport I love to this day. Um, I love watching the MLB playoffs and stuff like that. So, uh, Who's your team in the playoffs right now? Have oh you latched on to one that you think is going to do it? I mean, so my brother is like a – he's from uh, – like he was born in Texas, so he's an Astros fan. Um, so I've always kind of rooted for the, the Astros. But my, my team is the Royals, um, but they're – really bad so I kind of have to pick another team that's gonna <laughs> actually make it pretty pretty far in the postseason so yeah I've been watching the Astros a little bit well if your brother likes the Astros then don't you have to be like the the devil and and root for the Rangers then they, it could be that matchup yeah in the LCS. I know I know I could do that uh, I don't think you'd like me very much for that but uh yeah that'd be that'd be good I'm looking forward to watching it so what was it like growing up? Uh, I, I know you've got a brother and a sister, I believe, right? right so, yep. so growing up back at home, you know, as a as as little young Jace Bauer, what was it like growing up with the family? Yeah, I know it was awesome. Um, I love being the the youngest, um, especially with my older brother Jordan and my uh, older sister Ashlyn. You know, they're both super big in athletics, um, so I kind of grew up just kind of going to all their sporting events. You know, I remember dressing up for every single, like, when my brother was playing AAU baseball, I'd have to dress up in, you know, full baseball gear, got, like, my, my bag and everything, because um, I wanted to feel part of the team and stuff like that. So that's just kind of, like, stuff I remember um, just growing up at sporting events all the time. But, yeah, it's been it's been a blessing to have them, you know, just kind of, they kind of paved the path for me, and, you know, um, I'm blessed to be able to kind of live this out, you know, um, you know. So, yeah, it, it's cool. Um, I, I love my, my parents are really supportive as well. Um, you know, I think they've been to every game this year, um, whether that's South Alabama or last week at Buffalo. Um, you know, they, they support me in everything I do, and I couldn't be more blessed to have um, those four people in my corner. Any other sports between you and your brother and sister growing up, or was it pretty much, you know, baseball, softball, football, anything else? Uh, no, my brother played football um, and ran track, and he played baseball as well. Um, so he kind of did the same thing I did. Um, my sister played volleyball, um, and then she actually ended up rowing at Iowa. Um, and she was like, she did really well there. They made it to like NCAAs and like placed in like the top 10 or 15, um, which is like something that they've never done before. So that, that's pretty cool. Um, and like kind of getting to see her do that was, was pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's kind of all the, you know, regular sports that, you know, people usually play. So 
And then on top of all the sports that you guys had, I, I know your dad was, what, an agent or something? So you grew up around the games playing, but then also he was working in sports as well. Yeah, yeah. He was um, he was a scout for the Jets for 15 years. Um, so that was a really cool experience growing up. Um, me and my family always, like, we'd go to, I think, one or two NFL games a, like, a year. Um, so we'd take the trip out to New York and go to MetLife Stadium and get the on-field pass and stuff like that. Uh, so that was really cool, like, just – kind of like a blessing like that's really a really cool thing as a kid to be able to do um you know i remember coming back to my elementary school and telling like yeah like i went to <laughs> see the jets play this weekend and you know so that's really cool just meeting the players and um just from a young age just like seeing kind of like you know what i wanted to eventually get to you know that's kind of the path i'm living out right now um but yeah that's been my goal since you know i've been a little kid is to to make it there one day and um you know, I was blessed to kind of see that firsthand. Was there a player or two from the Jets or somebody else that you you grew up idolizing and then you got to see him in person and you had that kind of like, oh, my gosh, there he is yeah. moment? <laughs> it was actually uh, Mark Sanchez. Um, so I don't think – I mean, everyone rem remembers him for the butt fumble. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was like a really – he led him to back to back AFC championship games. Um, so he's, he's pretty good besides the, the butt fumble. Um, so, yeah, when I got to see him and, and meet him um, in the facility, that was a really cool um, moment for me. And then also, I don't know if anyone, like Sheldon Richardson, um, he was a D tackle from Missouri. Um, I know my dad, like, he was like one of the big guys that I think my dad um, recruited. So that was really cool kind of getting to see him after a game and um, um, kind of meet him a little bit. So th those are probably the two that I would say. Did you learn the game of football that I'm guessing mostly from your dad with him being around it? Or, or tell us that component of it. Yeah, it was kind of more my dad and my brother. I mean, they're, I mean, my dad kind of obviously is the, the big part. Um, you know, he's been in football his whole life um and just you know whatever we're whatever football's on we're, we're watching it's on the tv um so yeah just kind of being able to grow with up with that and then my brother um you know kind of when my dad was out on the road a lot recruit or, like scouting um me and my brother we'd always talk football and stuff like that and um he's a really big piece of, of my knowledge of football and stuff like that so yeah both of them together um still to this day we love talking football and uh just you know after every game we kind of dissect it and just kind of talk about what happened and uh, move on to the next one. I know we've talked about this before, but I think it was back in February that your dad took over as the head coach at Ankeny, your high school. Yeah. I believe he was on the staff while you were playing mm -hmm. there as an yeah. assistant, but now being the head coach, being where you play, that's got to be pretty cool to follow his journey now leading them. Yeah, it's been really, really cool to see. I've always, you know, if I can watch him online, I'll look at, like, watch him Friday night. Um, but I wish I was able to, you know, go see a game. Um, hopefully, like, after my days are done, he'll still be coaching um, so I can be able to go watch a game. But, yeah, it's been awesome. They're, I think they're doing pretty well. They're 5-2. and two. Um, I know they have a really tough schedule. Um, so he, he's loving it. Um, he loves preparing every week and, uh, you know, trying to see what the, the opponent's going to be like. And, you know, he loves doing that stuff. And that's just kind of who he is. But, yeah, I love, love seeing it. And uh, I know my family has been able to make it to a couple of his games. So that's been awesome to hear about. So. And you won a state championship with the football team. I know it had been some years since they won their last one. What was that moment and that season like for you? Yeah, that was that was a wild, wild season. Like that's one I'll never forget. Um, you know, it was a COVID season, um, so there wasn't that many people in the stands. I mean, in Iowa, I guess it was a little, I guess, probably more leeway than other states. Um, so there was a decent amount. Um, but yeah, just going through that season um, with my guys is was, was awesome. Um, you know, we went 12 and one, I think, or 11 and one, um, and, in the state cha or in the state semifinals, um, we knocked off like Dowling, who's like the superior football team in Iowa. 
Um, so that was kind of cool to like always see them like growing up. I saw them win every state championship and then we were able to knock them off, um, in the semis, which was awesome. And then eventually, um, when the state championship was pretty cool too. So double OT game where you scored the winning touchdown against Dowling, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, shoot, that, that's a moment that I lived in my head forever, you know, just after scoring that and then we kicked the extra point. And then I think two players later, um, Arlen Bruce got a, uh, picking it um, reds are in the end zone. Um, I just remember rushing the field, just going crazy. So, and that was what I think the first state title they'd had since like 2012, right? So kind of bringing them back almost like a decade later. That had to have been pretty cool as well. Yeah, and it was awesome. And like kind of the cool part too was that like that group that won it in 2012. Um, they had like a quarterback named Joel Lanning. He went to go play at like, Iowa State, and he eventually played linebacker. Um, but my brother played with him too. And that group got, like, really close to, you know, winning the state title. And then when I saw them win it in 2012, I was like, all right, you know, like, that's something I, I want to do with my, my group of guys. And I knew we could do it. Um, so, yeah, just kind of getting to live that out was an absolute blessing and something I'll never forget. And those group of guys, we have that uh, forever. So That's pretty special. <clears throat> and if I'm not mistaken, that summer, too – you guys went to the state title for baseball, correct? Or was that the next year? Yeah, so our state, we went to the state title our junior year. We ended up losing in the state title in mm. baseball. Um, the, we lost to the, we made it to the state every year for baseball and lost to the same team every year. Um, so that, that's something that I still, and I, it's like, like a, uh, it's know, not they, the good memories. No, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, kind of having that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like the same group of guys that played football and baseball. Um, so at least we have the, the football to hang our hat on. But, yeah, that's something that I'll always, you know, you always remember the losses. People say that you always remember the losses more than the wins. Um, but, yeah, I definitely remember those those games um, and wish you could have some of those back. With playing both baseball and football competitively pretty much until you came to CMU, is, is there anything from baseball that helped you prepare for this opportunity to, to come to Central Michigan? Or, I, I mean, I, I know you hear it all the time of, like, playing multiple sports is, is the way that a lot of kids like to go, and certainly you were one of those. Yeah, no, I definitely um, recommend to every kid out there just to play as many sports as you can in high school. Um, it, it does nothing but help. Um, you know, I know for, for me as a football, like as a quarterback, um, I'm able to, you know, kind of lower my arm wrangles that sometimes just because I used to play middle infield. Um, that's kind of what you did uh, at shortstop. So, you know, if I got to spit out a screen and get, get around at the end, um, I'm able to kind of drop my, my angle down a little bit. Um, you know, coaches don't love that, you know, too much if, you, if it gets Far from Mahomes, they do it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so it's not something you want to model out there. But, you know, sometimes if you just get in a situation where you need to use it, um, it it's nice to have that kind of in your, your arsenal to be able to do so. Very cool. And now here you are at CMU. You redshirt your first year. You play – I think half the games last year made a start, and now here you are leading the team as the starter. What have you learned, and how have you grown since first getting on campus to where you are now? Yeah, no, it, it's been a journey. Um, you know, the first year was kind of an awesome year to just kind of sit back and, like, watch it all. You know, 2021, um, that was a special group. Um, you know, there's a lot of leaders on that team um, that I was able to kind of just take notes from and just like, all right, like, that's how you, you know, do that. Um, and it was a great team. Um, they went 9-4. and four. And then kind of this past year, um, you know, I was more in an involved role, um, you know, kind of in a, a different season, you know, where it was kind of playing a lot of quarterbacks in and out. Um, and, you know, I was just kind of happy just to be able to go play again. You know, it's, it's been a year uh, since I played football, so it was awesome to get back out there. Um, and this year, you know, in the beginning of the season, you know, it's kind of the same thing. And then finally now, you know, I'm, you know, 
God willing, I'll just keep, you know, being the guy, you know, and help my, help my team, you know, do whatever it takes to win. Um, but you know, it's been, it's been an awesome experience. I've learned a lot, um, just kind of how the, to command the offense. Um, and you know, it's kind of been a, an up and down journey and, you know, like last, last week is, you know, down and, you know, it's just kind of full of uh, roller coasters and you kind of got to roll with it. But I, I love that group in there. Um, I think we really have a special group on offense. And I think sometimes um, those early losses in the season can really help that, like your camaraderie and things like that for longer in the season. So I think that uh, it's truly a blessing, I think, in disguise because I really think that like, this group got closer because of that. And I, I think we'll we'll see that uh, pay off here the rest of the season. But, yeah, I love that group and uh, I can't wait to see what we do the rest of the year. Obviously, the game at Buffalo is is not what any of you guys were expecting and not how you wanted the result to go, but maybe it is what you mentioned, just Mm -hmm. being more tight-knit after going through a loss like that, but is there anything you can take away or learn from that, you know, at the halfway mark of the season that you take to the rest of the year? Is it just... That was a bad day. We move forward and uh, let's prepare for the next week. Yeah, you know, you kind of take away. Uh, Coach Mack talked about it. you got to learn from it and move on. Um, you know, there's things like that. Like it happens, um, and and you can't do anything about it now. You know, it's over. So yeah, you got to learn from it and move on. And I think just kind of making those adjustments and making sure it doesn't happen again. Um, you know, for me, for first and foremost, like you know, that's it's on me as a quarterback. You know, to take care of the ball and, and not put the defense in a bad situation. Um, and I felt like I didn't do a great, great job of that uh, this past Saturday. Um, so yeah, I just got to do better, be better moving forward for our team, and, and make put us in the best situation to win ball games. And then that's purely on me. But yeah, I'll be better, and uh, I really think my guys will will have my back, and we'll be better moving forward here. So I got to ask you about one play. It's the scramble, crazy touchdown to Jesse Pruitt at mm-hmm. South Alabama. Can you just take us through that play and what happened, and how in the world did you get a touchdown out of that? Yeah, I, I really don't know. It's kind of all a blur. Um, I knew they were in cover zero, so like I knew they were bringing some pressure, um, and I knew that I didn't have enough time to get like the protection I wanted. So I knew I had a guy coming free, and so I kind of saw him, and then I somehow made a miss. He, I don't know if he clipped me, but I sat, somehow stayed up, and then when I popped up, I just see Jesse, you know, kind of darting across the field, and I was like, all right, you know, here we go. I'm just giving him a chance. Um, I threw it and I didn't even really see it. I got hit after, um, I just hear the, like kind of our sideline go crazy. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, he, he caught it. Um, so that, that, that was a, a cool moment. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a lot more of those <laughs> moving forward here. So I can imagine that, uh, one, the locker room was pretty excited after that come from behind win. it's a road win against a team that won 10 games mm-hmm. the, the year before. And, for you, I mean, did did you get any messages or anybody that reached out to you after that one? Yeah, just, I mean, all, all my support system, you know, were, were pretty excited for me, um, you know, which is awesome, you know, to kind of, to have that. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, you know, like you said, like the same th- game, like, all right, it's cool to, you know, like we have a 24-hour rule, like you can, you know, re- like think about the game, all right, and then 24 hours after, all right, it's time to move on. Um, so that's kind of where we are now. It's... um. We're moving on to Akron, and uh, we're ready to go this week. And uh, I'm really excited. To, shoot, I wish we played tomorrow, but uh, the game's not till Saturday. But yeah, we're, we're really excited to get back out there. We kind of have a, a bad taste from the, in our mouth from this past game. So understandable. You're in the middle of a season. You're going to school, but uh, you also just—I I don't know if I can say celebrated—but uh, you had your birthday. Your 21st yes, birthday yes. was last Wednesday. That was uh, what October 4th. Yeah. 
Did you did you get to do anything at all to kind of celebrate a little bit? Um, I went out to eat with my roommates, uh, Texas Roadhouse. Um, but other than that, it was a lot of just uh, preparing and practice. Um, you know, which is I don't think I'd rather be doing anything else. You know, just playing football with my guys. Um, but yeah, no, I won't really celebrate it probably till after with like friends and family and stuff like that. But uh, no, it, it's good. It, life moves at you fast. Uh, it's crazy how fast it goes. So. What's the order of choice? I mean, I'm sure you got to get steak at, at the Roadhouse, but uh, what do you get there? I got a New York strip. Um, those rolls there are really good with that butter. Um, <laughs> we made sure to get a lot of those. Um, and then, yeah, I just got some mashed potatoes and, and some steak. That's kind of a – takes me back home a little bit to Iowa a little bit. So. Yeah, absolutely. Is it? You mentioned you kind of know, like, what it's like up here in Mount Pleasant in terms of just places you can go. Are there any other spots that – you like to visit, whether it's food or just uh, kick back and relax when you do maybe get to half hour, hour of downtime? Yeah. Um, no, I love golfing. Um, so whenever I can, you know, if the weather's nice out and I, and I got a little time off, I love going out there and just kind of decompressing from everything and just going to play a little golf. Um, and then food-wise, I know Coach Costner uh, told me about the place in Midland called Grazzi. Uh, that's an Italian place that's really good. I haven't been back there in a while, um, but it, that's a really good place to, to go eat too. So, Where do you stack up on the football team in terms of golf talent? Are, are you one of the best guys? Do you know where you stand? Um, so I have golfed with a lot of the guys, um, and you know a lot of them say that you know I'm one of the better ones, but I don't like to, to brag. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do play a lot of golf, so I think I'm, I'm probably up there just because I play so much, so. What's uh what's the like are you a good driver? Is your short game good? Middle range? Like what what's the best part of your game? Yeah, you know, I'd probably say the driver. I love I love hitting the driver. And then I'd probably say my, my putting's pretty well. I mean, irons and short game is hit or miss, but um, you know, I, I enjoy going out there. I, I love kinda always trying to get better, you know, at it. Uh, me and my roommates we go out a lot and we'll play like fun games and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I I love golfing. You mentioned Coach Costner. That's a, a situation, again, where you come in, you're not expecting him to be your quarterback's coach, but here he is, gets hired here in 2023. How's it been working with him, and what have you learned from him? Yeah, no, he's been awesome. He's been a blessing to have. You know, he knows a lot about football. Uh, I love he's brought a little bit of his scheme in from, you know, he's at places like Texas and um, he's at a D2, D2 school last year. So he's brought a lot of, like, really good things in for our offense that I, we're, we've been able to execute, you know, we're still trying to get better, you know, at some of the things. But, no, he's been a blessing to have, you know, just kind of slow the game down and just kind of know, you know, where to go with the football. You know, it's still a kind of a constant battle. But, yeah, no, it, it's been awesome to have, and uh, we, we've meshed pretty well. So he's been nice to have in your corner. I told him that I would make sure to, to nerd out here and ask you about the punch shuffle set because he broke it down. I didn't play football growing up, but he said, yep. no, no, no more of this three-step drop. We're doing punch shuffle set. So can you explain to people what that is? Yeah. So, I mean, usually I, I've never been taught. Like, I mean, I kind of got a couple of QB coaches here and there, um, but I've always crossed over. Um, like when you, when you drop back to pass, you usually take up like your step with your left foot and you cross your feet over. Coach Coster came in and said like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. And I was just like, whoa, you know, like I've never heard that before. Um, but then when you pull up the tape of like guys like Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, like none of them are doing it. It's like, all right, now he, he might be on, He's to, on some, to something. He's here. on to something. <laughs> um, so yeah, now not crossing over or just kind of like you're always ready to throw, um, which is makes so much sense. Cause I mean, if you got to throw, like, you know, you never know when you got to like let it rip. Um, so if you cross over, you're not going to be ready to throw. So coaches, you know, really stressed are always kind of having your base. 
and just kind of always having your feet in the ground be ready to throw so yeah it's been an awesome thing to kind of be able to use this year and um, I think I'll be in a, I become a better player because of it so when you when you drop back it's more of a shuffle rather than the three steps right kind of a balance thing too I'm understanding yeah yeah so it's like I don't know we kind of like talk about like you're not like you punch with your one foot and you kind of just shuffle back and like mm. you kind of drag your foot on the ground and you're always kind of have your feet in the ground ready to go and it's something that I had kind of had to work on a little bit because it's very new for me but now you know obviously I feel very comfortable with it and um, it's been nice to have that's the thing just just watching your maturation from when you got here last year to now to me kind of seeing it from afar you just look a little bit more comfortable like in the pocket and kind of almost like you, you trust in what's going on. Is that how you feel, or, or where do you think you've developed from that first spot to now? Yeah, no, I definitely think I've become uh, more comfortable just in the offense in general. The one thing I will like, kind of hear now, like whenever I feel pressure, you know, I kind of get antsy in the pocket. Um, that's something that I really need to clean up, you know, because sometimes that gets me in a little bit of a sticky situation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely, you know, made some strides, but I'm nowhere to where I want to be yet. Um, so, yeah, it's just always a constant, you know, game and trying to improve you know those little things and, and mechanics and stuff like that so you know it's been it's been good and uh I always I always love the challenge and uh always kind of watch watching film and stuff like that and just always trying to get better you watch Jace Bauer play and you see this competitor that just looks like he's he's having a blast but you go out there and it's like zero to 100 every single time you, you put your head down you, you go right at Anybody that's trying to take you down, I mean, I mean it, where did that competitive, like, I want to win every single play mindset come from? Yeah, I think that just come back to my family. Um, we're a really competitive family. You know, we, we compete at everything we do. So growing up, I just remember playing my brother and, you know, whether it be Madden or just like we played like knee football or something like that. I mean, he never really let me win. You know, he never <laughs> took it easy on me. It's um, the worst, isn't it? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, no, they're just kind of having that, like, that oh like I can't win you know and just like just having that competitiveness is it's been um I love I love having you know that competitiveness in my family and you know I'm blessed to kind of have them to be able to teach me that and you know that's just kind of who we are and uh yeah you're playing football everybody sees that here at Central but obviously you're going to school as well what tell us what you're studying and uh how academics are going for you yeah no I, I've actually changed my major a couple times um I'm now in communications I, I really don't know what I want to do yet after college I got a feeling it could be you know something in football whether I want to go coach or go be a scout for my kind of like my dad did or whether it's something completely different you know I don't really don't know yet but I kind of just thought, you know, communications is, is a really broad major, <laughs> so I didn't really know, you know, what I want to do yet. So I think that was kind of the best route to go for me. And, uh, yeah, it's going pretty well. How does the headset feel? Maybe this is something in your future, a little yeah, broadcast? Yeah, maybe. I don't know who knows. <laughs> that, that'd be good. I mean, you see a lot of former quarterbacks and stuff like that going to, you know, on the broadcast and, you know, talking about their knowledge. So that, that's pretty cool, too. Who knows? Who knows what happens? We, we could see breaking news, Jace Bauer in the booth someday. <laughs> I don't know. We'll yeah. root for football first. But, yeah. Playing at Kelly Short Stadium, you guys just had this massive crowd uh, a couple of weeks ago in your last home game in the in the MAC opener against Eastern Michigan. You've had a couple of years to see the environments out there. What's it like? Yeah, no, it's an awesome atmosphere. Um, the past or a couple Saturdays ago, I mean, that was awesome. You know, I I looked at some of the places in the stands. It's like whoa, like that. Those places are usually never full. You know, I mean, there was a lot of people there. Um, and it was awesome to play behind, get a close win against a good team an arrival so you know like playing in kelly shorts is, is awesome um, the atmosphere is always great you know i always love playing at home and you know our, our our number one goal is to always win at home 
and so you know kind of having the fans and this atmosphere behind it makes it um you know a little bit of an advantage for us against the opponent so Jim McElwain has been talked about by a couple guys that I've I've had on the podcast here of just people in, enjoy playing for him. What's what's it been like to be a part of his program? Yeah, Coach Mack, he's an awesome coach. Um, you know, I've learned so much from him. You know, just from offensive, you know, and just kind of dissecting the defense and stuff like that. You know, he he's taught me so much, and I love playing for Coach Mack. You know, he, he's a great guy. He's a player's coach. You know, he he hears what you got to say. You know, he's not gonna just ask you and not you know change anything he's you know he truly cares what you think and you know kind of what's going on in that locker room I mean he just truly loves his players um and so I mean it's it's pretty easy to play for him and um, um you know I'm hoping that we can um get some more wins for him here coming forward what else outside of football what what do you like to do outside of sports because it sounds like that's a that's a big part of your life is there any way that you like to just turn off for a second and kind of reset because you are so busy obviously going to school and then being almost like a full-time job here with football yeah you know I mean I kind of talked about golf already um that's like a big thing I do but I mean other than that I love listening to music um you know I kind of I love listening to to some reggae and um some country and some Hispanic music uh every now and then so yeah just kind of I love listening to different types of music and just kind of getting away from it all sometimes and just kind of relaxing so is that kind of how you you get ready for a game? Flip on some music or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I usually, I mean, I listen to a lot of reggae and kind of just chiller music um, before the game. And you know, once we get off that bus, it, it's all uh, into into game mode. So uh, you know, I try to get more hyped up for for the game. So, but yeah. Very yeah. cool. Last question for you, and we'll get you out of here. I know you're busy. Six games down, six games to go. What do you think it's it's going to take for you guys to? to be proud of yourselves and have that that season that you're looking for with half of it in front of you still yeah you know I think the biggest thing for us is that we still control our own destiny um you know we still play every team you know we still have we have one win on our side and we play have to play everyone else still um so we control our own destiny and I think that's a big thing for us you know just kind of there's no one else but you know us in the way um so if we can just control we can can control um and just kind of go one game at a time one play at a time um, I think we'll be okay, and, um, you know, I, I really like this team. You know, this team, I've said that from the start. I really love this team. You know, from the off season, I just kind of knew we had something special here. And, you know, just if we can just play complementary football, offense, defense, special teams, I think we're going to be a really tough team to beat. And, um, you know, coming into the season, we'll see where we fall. So I don't know. I said broadcasting, but I hear a Coach Bauer in you a little bit. Yep. One game at a time. Yep. I like this team. We, we control our own destiny. I, I think you're preparing yourself a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, hey, number eight, go be great. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right. From women's soccer, we've got Allison LaPointe, a redshirt junior from Royal Oak. And uh, first off, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is uh, being recorded early on a Monday morning, and you guys had two games this weekend. Uh, You traveled. You just got back. So thanks for coming in so early. Yeah, of course. I don't have class on Monday, so this actually worked out very well for me. (laughs) Perfect. That's got to be a nice reset for you. You guys are typically playing home games or playing on the road, so being able to to reset on Monday, I I imagine that's pretty nice. Yeah, no, it's been great. I have no complaints about my schedule this year. (laughs) So let's start with... You're the goalkeeper here for, for Central Michigan, and I'm always curious, how does someone become a goalie? Like, when did you first start playing goalie in soccer? <laughs> yeah, so I actually started at a pretty young age, I would say. I think it was, like, 
nine or 10 that I actually kind of started taking it seriously. I've played soccer since I was four, but obviously you don't have goalies at that time. So yeah, no, um, I've been goalie kind of ever since. My parents just said that, um, you know, when you're younger, they kind of rotate through goalies and they kind of see like, you know, who might be able to play. And there was one ball that kind of came through the box when I was in and I just kind of ran into a girl, got right back up and threw the ball away. And all the parents looked at my parents and were like, uh, I think we found our goalkeeper. <laughs> and I had no problem with it. I was kind of a yes person when I was younger. So, uh, no, I enjoy it a lot. I've had a lot of fun developing over the years and uh, playing at Central. So. so you've been playing goalie since you were very young then, and it's just continued? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been playing since I was probably 10, like I said. Yeah. That's outstanding. <laughs> and uh, a- any other positions that you enjoyed playing as you're, you know, when you're younger, you kind of put all over and they're finding the right spot for you. Were there any other spots that you miss playing now that you are the, the goalie? I always make jokes at practice that Jeremy does too, like striker practice. You know, we'll just mess around and shoot. And, you know, being a forward, everybody wants to score goals. Who doesn't want to score goals? Mm. Especially like after getting scored on, you're like, let me go score. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, I feel like forward, if anything. Plus, you know, there's defending in it, but I could never be a defender. Props to them because <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. There's n- there's no fun in defending. I mean, there's there's the last line of defense, which is you, and then there's the forwards, which are scoring. And then, uh, you know, defense is, is kind of – they're there to protect you, but it, it's not super excitable, it doesn't seem. Yeah, right. Like, I get to go make the saves. The forwards get to go <laughs> make the goals. Like, the defense, they don't get any credit. So, you know, shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, this is uh, – it's pretty cool that – you came to CMU and you played soccer your whole life, but also you, you played a ton of other sports, I believe, right? What other sports did you play growing up? Yeah, um, mainly just uh, soccer and basketball. I was a really okay. big basketball kid, too. Uh, I started in fourth grade. My dad asked me, and he was like, do you want to try basketball? I think all your friends are going to try it. And I was like, again, I was kind of just a yes person. So I was like, sure. And I did not like it to start. Like, I was bad at it, and I don't like being bad at stuff. I was like, soccer's my sport. And then over the years, you know, my friends kept going, so I kept going. I just fell in love with it, too. I love basketball, so. Was there any chance, once you started to love basketball and you played both, I believe, in high school, that you would try collegiately for basketball, or was it always soccer's the goal to to take me to the next level? Um, That's a great question. So I kind of was going back and forth about it a little bit in high school, but I think I'm too small to play in uh, college for basketball for a center because I was a center in high school. And uh, I'm 5'10", so I mean, I'm tall, but, you know, there's people who are like six foot and over in college. So I think if I were to play college uh, basketball, it would have been at a smaller school. And then I just started looking more towards soccer, and that was kind of my route that I wanted to take. You're great at blocking the ball in soccer. Were you uh, great at getting blocks in basketball as well? <laughs> blocking and rebounding. Those are my mm-hmm. big things. Rebounds were my the reason I was on the court. Uh, I wasn't the best shooter I wasn't the best defender but I was gonna go get rebounds so yeah any pickup basketball games here uh, up at Central Michigan to keep you into the game of basketball or is it strictly soccer no we've been playing some basketball <laughs> I I'll go and shoot around by myself and mess around but there's been times where we've joked about putting a team together with uh the other soccer girls because there's a lot of girls on our team that have played basketball or want to play basketball so we might do that in the winter we've been thinking about it can I get a hierarchy of uh in in your eyes who are the best basketball players on the soccer team oh gosh that's a good question <laughs> Oh, if I don't call somebody out, they're going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know Addie was a great basketball player in high school, so I'd love to see her out on the court. Um, 
there's a couple other girls that are just great athletes, so I'm sure they would make good basketball players. But you guys, yeah. uh, you guys have fun on Fridays. Like I know you've played kickball and some other things for your practices. Uh, is Coach Groves ever get a basketball game going on? <laughs> I think he's too worried about our ankles for us <laughs> to do basketball. <laughs> Gotta keep our injuries at a at a low if we can. But yeah, no, kickball has been fun. We play flag football sometimes. Uh, just gets our blood pumping a little bit, you know, after game day. So that's cool that he uh, he takes it away from. You know, obviously you guys are so focused on soccer each day and, and getting better, but it sounds like he incorporates some fun and just uh, kind of relaxing moments throughout the season, which I'm sure you guys need. Yeah, I mean, soccer and any sport you play in college in general is very mentally draining, and sometimes it's good to have those off days where you're not necessarily just off sitting on the sideline, but you're actually doing stuff as a team, building that team chemistry, even if it's something as silly as flag football, you know. So, yeah, I think those days are important, and I think Jeremy does a great job with that. Let's go back to growing up. You, you're from Royal Oak, and uh, you went to Shrine Catholic High School. And um, we were talking about it before here, but um, just reading your bio, you guys won their first-ever state championship in soccer in 2019, and that was the first time they had won districts, they had won regionals, and then states. So to have that success and continue it and finish at the pinnacle, I mean, what was that year like for you? The year was crazy. We were kind of just a crazy team. I think we only gave up like 10 goals the entire season. Everybody wanted it and everybody just kind of had the heart and we kind of had gotten to districts and we're like, okay, you know, we'll do what we can and kind of see where it goes. And then we won a district and we're like, okay, a regional would be awesome. And then we won a regional and we're like, okay, what? Like, <laughs> This is crazy. So yeah, no, that season was a lot of fun. And then um, we were expected to do pretty well in 2022, but obviously COVID shut that year down. So, I mean, going into college with a state championship win in my pocket, like I can't complain, you know. That would have been, I, I can only imagine, I mean, COVID obviously tough for everybody because you didn't play, but you come off that great season in 2019, you're ready to go and see what you can do in 2020. And then obviously things get shut down. Yeah, I know it was a bummer. I mean, we got shut down. I was in basketball season at that point. And we were about to go to the regional final and we were expected to win that game. And it was literally that the day of the game, we were about to get on the bus and they told us that we couldn't go and that COVID was shutting things down. We wouldn't be able to go back to school. So, yeah, I think my first thought was obviously basketball, but then you can't help but think about your soccer season. Like this COVID wasn't going to be figured out quick. I kind of knew that soccer was uh, was going to be shut down that year. So it's a bummer senior year, you know. Yeah, that's certainly uh challenging moment for you now with with that happening were you already committed to CMU or were you still trying to figure out like where you're going to go to college and obviously you know not having that last year to play yeah no thank goodness I was already recruited and already committed um to CMU I think I committed uh like October of my junior year November something around there and I mean I didn't really like the recruiting process it's kind of a lot (laughs) you get you send a lot of emails that you don't get responses to so um you know Central took a chance on me and I I really appreciate it to this day and yeah no I'm very grateful because the recruiting process during COVID must have been so brutal for people so take us behind the scenes a little bit what was it is it simply like you're sending emails to division one schools to hope to get recognized or or what was the gruesome part of trying to get recruited um, so my big thing was I was going to go to camps. I didn't really send out film. That wasn't, I think that's more of a thing now because of COVID, mm-hmm. um, because people couldn't go to the ID camps. Um, so I was just big on going to ID camps and trying to get my name out there as much as possible. Um, I mean, my club team that year wasn't great. So 
you know, it was kind of hard to get noticed through club, but it was also really hard to get noticed through high school because um, at the time, you know, I'm a, it's a small high school. People don't, club co- or college coaches don't come to those kinds of games, you know, until you get to the state final and then you might get looked at. But, um, yeah, so I think going to those camps and taking the criticism as it comes, um, they'll always give you feedback if you ask for it. So I always ask for feedback going to different levels because, you know, at that time I didn't really know what level I could play. Um, I was hoping D1 but wasn't really sure. Um, and Central was actually the first camp that I went to. So <laughs> got some positive feedback and kind of kept the ball rolling on that one, and it worked out. It sure did. And here you are as a redshirt junior and uh, playing for the Chippewas. I want to go back. You mentioned your club team played for Vardar, right? What were those experiences like? Because obviously you get high school soccer, but then you get an opportunity to go play with, with kids that are all – really really talented uh in the state of michigan as well yeah no vardar is now liverpool um oh, okay so yeah i played for vardar and it's weird because you know when i say vardar some people don't know now and i'm like oh gosh like <laughs> i feel old but <laughs> yeah. but yeah so i played for vardar um but yeah over the years i played with a lot of talented girls i played with um girls that went to uh, miami down in florida um virginia so yeah no i've played with a lot of talented girls over the years and it's a difference from high school. I feel like high school you get to have a lot of fun and kind of mess around with your high school friends and the people you've grown up with. And then club, it's like everybody there is trying to get recruited. So it's a much more serious environment, which I appreciated as I'm taking soccer pretty seriously. So, so yeah, no, it was fun. I uh, I grew up in in Lansing playing for TNT Dynamite. They're now Cap City. Uh, yeah. So it's it's the same type of thing. It's weird how the team names change, but. You're still you're still gonna relate and say no. I, I played with Vardar. No, right. Nobody understands. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean the same coaches are still there. I'm still in touch with the coaches, um, and they're great people. But yeah, they're Liverpool coaches now. But I'm like, oh man, you'll always be Vardar. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So from high school and club team to Central Michigan, you obviously had connections. Y- your parents, uh, your oldest sister, um, went here as well. So tell us kind of how that culminated of you becoming the next Chippewa to come up here. Yeah, it was a big decision of why I came here, I think. Um, I came to a PDP camp, eighth grade, and my dad was like, oh, like, do you want to just walk around the campus a little bit? And I was like, sure. So we drove around, took pictures next to all the buildings that he recognized, like the was towers. That, was that <laughs> dad's way of nudging you? Let me yeah. take her around and hope right? she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it might have been because <laughs> uh, I fell in love with the campus that day and um, – you know, it, it was, like I said, always kind of on my radar ever since. And then my, obviously my mom went there too. So then she would walk me around the campus and um, then my older sister went there and then I was on campus all the time, just, you know, hanging out and visiting her. Um, and, you know, when I was thinking about the recruiting process, um, CMU is only two hours ish away from us. So all my parents can come to the games. My sister can come to the games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Family is very important to me, so I think that impacted my decision a lot. And how fun is it now that you're able to relate? Obviously, you know, we've talked about it with club teams changing and progressing. Central Michigan, the same thing, right? From when they went here to now you, it's changed a lot. So I imagine there's that connection there of, hey, this is how it is now, and they can say, yeah, oh, it used to be like this when we were there. Yeah, that was the biggest thing I noticed when I got here is all the pointing out and like, oh, that building's new and (laughs) that looks great. That was still here when I was around. And so, yeah, I know it's cool to see the history of the place and but also like how modernized it is now. It's pretty cool. And you mentioned uh, they're they're just a couple hours away from home. Do they get a chance to come up to a lot of your games then? 
Yeah, my they've come to every game this season. They said since I wasn't playing last season, they were determined to get to every game. So I really appreciate it. And I have two sisters, both of them, and it have been able to come to a lot of the games too, which I, I love. I love the support. Great to have your family around, obviously. Okay, what about school here? What have you been studying, and, and what's your plan after college? Or, or maybe you're still forming that plan. Yeah, I'm an exercise science kinesiology major with uh, an athletic coaching minor. And, um, you know, the goal is PT school after all of this. And I'm taking another year next year to kind of get my feet settled after last year and kind of form that path too, but also play another year of soccer. So, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm starting to look into the PT school applications and where I want to go. And, yeah, it's an exciting process. <laughs> Any ideas, PT school? Is it is it stay in Michigan? Is it broaden yourself and maybe try and, and get out of the state? Or what are you thinking? That's kind of where I'm struggling right now. <laughs> <laughs> These are again, the questions that are happening in her head. No, for sure. You just voiced <laughs> them out loud. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously my family's here, so I would like to stay in Michigan, but it's also the time of your life where you kind of got to go and explore. So mm-hmm. thinking about going out of state, but don't tell my parents. <laughs> okay. I hope they're not listening to that part. Okay. Now, if you were to go out of state, are there any states that you've kind of picked out and be like, hey, it'd be cool to spend a couple of years here or there or... Oh gosh. Um, I mean, not quite. I th- if I if I were to go, I think I'd try to get out of the Midwest and mm. see other states that I've never been to before. Um, that would be cool to me. Maybe some warmer climates uh, most of the year compared yeah. to what we get coming up here in the the winter months. Yeah, right. I mean, I love fall, but man, the winters are brutal sometimes. <laughs> fall is uh, it's such a tease because it's so great, and then you know what's coming next. Yeah, I feel like lately it's been really hot or really cold. We haven't gotten that true fall in between. I don't think we're going to get it. It's supposed to be cold this week. Are we surprised? <laughs> I mean, this is Michigan, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I should be <laughs> expecting this by now. <laughs> what's it been like to be up here at CMU with your friends and just kind of experience Mount Pleasant? Outside of school and soccer, what have you come to grow and love about this place, this community? I think the community is honestly the best part of CMU because – people get so close in the campus it's a good sized campus so you can do things like go on a walk around campus with your friends or meet up with people after class because your class is literally five minutes away from each other um I loved the dorms and how um all the athletes were kind of intermingled I made a lot of great friends that in relationships that I know that I'll keep for the rest of my life um and so yeah I think the community like they'll come out to all my games and I'll go out to all theirs and it's just a great bond that you form, and I don't know where else you could get that at any other school. How much pride does does that give you to, one, get the support of other students and student-athletes, but obviously compete you know, here at Central Michigan? I, I got to feel there's a sense uh, of love that you have for this university and obviously uh, all the athletics that go on as well. Yeah, no, I do truly love all the athletes here, and I love playing soccer here. Um it's great because, you know, sometimes women's sports get overlooked and um, women's soccer especially. I mean, we don't have a men's soccer team, so it's not like the men's soccer team can come out and support and then we'll go out and support them. So a lot of the time it's like the football guys will show out and support, and that's a huge deal because we always go to their game just because, you know, we know them, but it's also fun. That's the environment and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's super important to kind of show that friendship and show that love by supporting each other at each other's games and they continue to do that and other athletes do too. I know field hockey comes to a lot of our games and so yeah it's it's really cool. You look at it with the CMU soccer lacrosse complex I mean that's relatively new and both the teams 
women's lacrosse, women's soccer utilize that. That's got to be pretty cool too, just the sense of, hey, they're supporting us here at this athletic department and at this university as well. Yeah, no, it means a lot. And even something as little as doing this and like having the media you know, come and cover us, it means a lot to us as athletes um, to get that support shown through the media as well. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, no, our complex is really nice. We always talk about how we like our complex more than any other Mac school that we go to. Um, and our locker room's great. And so, yeah, I have no complaints. <laughs> I was about to say, we just, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we went in to do an interview and uh, didn't end up doing it in the locker room. But when I got a chance to go in the locker room, I'd never been in there. And boy, it, it looks super nice and kind of homey for you guys. Yeah, I know it's great. I know a couple of the girls would go in there and just study and do homework or just watch TV in there sometimes. We do film in there all the time. Um, there's always snacks <laughs> and drinks and water and stuff. So as somebody who has to buy their groceries, I really appreciate that. Right, of course. Uh, what what is uh, what is one of your favorite snacks? Oh boy, we've got these like kids Cliff Bars <laughs> that we put <laughs> keep it in the locker room. I don't know why they're just so good. <laughs> kids Cliff Bar. What what's the is it like smaller size or what makes it a kids Cliff Bar? They're like, oh, they're called Z-Bars. Okay. They're like, yeah, I don't know if they're really kids, but <laughs> I think on the box it says kids, but okay. they're just smaller, yeah. <laughs> and what's the flavor? Uh, do you have a certain flavor you like, or you like to just, uh, whatever's there, you take? I like the chocolate chip ones. Chocolate chip. Okay, chocolate chip Z-Bars for Allison. <laughs> Get those stocked up. Uh, speaking of food, any eateries or uh, places that you like to visit a lot here in Mount Pleasant that maybe if, you, if you're home for a weekend and you're like, oh, I'd like to go there and grab breakfast or go eat somewhere? That's a good question. I My family and I really like Hunter's Ale House here. Mm. Their food's really good, and that's like kind of a post-game meal that we like to have. Um, when they come and visit. So that's a good one. We haven't been there in a little bit. It's probably my favorite. Great vibes over there as oh well. Yeah. It's a good spot. What's it like playing for, for Coach Groves? I love Coach Groves, Coach Keaton, and Coach Leslie. They're great people, great coaches. Um, I was actually recruited by the old coach. And so when Jeremy got hired, I was a little bit hesitant, obviously, because I, I didn't know anything about him. Like He wasn't the one who recruited me. I didn't even know if he wanted me. Um, and so he reached out to all the recruits and said, oh, we're going to honor your scholarships, honor your recruitment. Um, and that was that. And so I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, but I still want to have a conversation with him. And I think the first time we talked, he was like, oh yeah, you're going to be starting as a freshman. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. You know, hearing that as a, you know, high school junior, high school senior, that's pretty insane. So I was pretty stoked for that, but I just, he gave me a chance. And so I keep giving him my full effort and just trying to get better every single day. And Coach Keaton stays on top of me, and she's been great. She's been a great positive role model uh, in my life. She's the hardest worker I know, so <laughs> it's been great. And how do you feel about the season? I know, obviously, there's been some games and some opportunities for you guys um, that haven't necessarily gone your way, but um, – Ten games you played, six of those games you've given up a goal or less. And I know you didn't get to play last season, so you're coming back this year. So just individually here, how do you feel out there as this season goes on here in 2023? Yeah, um, obviously it's tough giving up goals. I pride myself as a goalkeeper who doesn't give up goals, and this year's just kind of turned out a little bit differently than um, would have expected. But there's still plenty of games left, and I think that we have a chance to turn this thing around um, lots of winnable games. The max kind of up and down right now. It's kind of all over the place in terms of soccer. So um, 
you know, I'm not giving up on the season and I need everybody else to hang in there with us. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, still plenty of games left. And after coming off an injury, I'm just every day reminding myself of how grateful I am to be out back out on the field because a year ago today I wasn't. So yeah, just really excited to be back. Kind of similar to the COVID season, right? Where you think you're going to play and then it kind of gets taken away from you for another reason. But same thing last year, I imagine you you face another year of adversity like that. Your will and want to, and just like you said, your, your happiness to be back out there, that's got to be through the roof, I can imagine. Yeah, I think an injury is the hardest thing that an athlete can go to mentally and physically because um, you're getting taken away from your sport. And I had a concussion, so that also affects you mentally because it affects school, it affects your relationships. Um, and so just knowing that I wasn't be able to play that season was a hard pill to swallow, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be back at it for next year. And there were a lot of times where I was, wasn't really sure if I was ever going to play again. Um, so every time that I get scored on or every time it starts to – you know, go south. I just kind of keep reminding myself of like, all right, last year this wasn't, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to play and now I'm here. So I just got to learn from my mistakes and keep getting better. Mentally too, that has to be draining thinking, uh, I've got to deal with a concussion. I'm not playing. I mean, that's a lot to go through while you're still expected to go to class and just live your life like it's a normal year when it's not what you're accustomed to. So who, who did you lean on or who helped you out when you, when you went through, you know, last, last year? Yeah, I had, I mean, my roommates were my biggest support system during that time just because it wasn't always the, you know, oh, how are you doing? But it's like, a, oh, you want to go grab a Slurpee? Something small where I was just having such a rough day and that would change it around. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, Jalen and Matilda and Abby were great support systems to me during that time and I really appreciate them. One of your stories, story time, if you go to Allison's bio, <laughs> is about Jalen, her roommate, and you guys, uh, what, taking electric scooters and going <laughs> to Dairy Queen? Can you can you elaborate on this? Yeah, I can. Um, so, yeah, that was one of my f favorite memories. I got a lot of them with Jalen. She's a, she's a great person. I've been her roommate since freshman year, um, and so we kind of grew up together here, you know? And so... Yeah, we they we found out these electric scooters were gonna be on campus. It was they were new. They were new like last year, and we were like, should we go? Should we go take them? And so we <laughs> we were walking around campus, and we saw a scooter, and we we're like, all right, great. And on the app, you have to like locate where all the scooters are, and there was not another one for probably like a mile. And so we were like, should we just share one? Both of our phones are dying, <laughs> so we can't even pay for the darn thing. And um, we end up just going on one, and I know that's not legal, but <laughs> <laughs> scooting for, like, a little, like, a block or two, and we end up finding another one, logging in, and then going off to Dairy Queen and getting some ice cream and coming back. So, yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, we just had a lot of fun with it. It's those little moments that um, make friendship with her so great. What's the order of choice at Dairy Queen? Um, <laughs> I'm kind of a basic person. <laughs> <laughs> I get a M&M Blizzard with chocolate ice cream. Okay, That's that it. sounds great. Yeah, I mean the blizzards there you can't beat. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't. I love them. <laughs> I actually grew up a block away from a Dairy Queen, so <laughs> ah, there we go. You yeah. didn't even need the scooter back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's my <laughs> guilty pleasure. So, handful of games left to go this season. You mentioned, you know, don't give up on us. You feel like there's still an opportunity here. What do you think it's going to take to to kind of start to get on a consistent run here and finish the season strong? 
Yeah, we have so much talent on this team, and I think it's just playing for each other and knowing what these last couple games mean for, you know, for all of us, for our record, for the MAC tournament. It means a lot. Um, so I think it's just important to uh, all stick together and have each other's backs. I think that's been our biggest thing so far is we just need to play for each other, um, and I think we could do anything we want to, so... Well, and a great opportunity, too, to, I think, two home games left, Akron uh, next week, um, and then Northern Illinois is the last home game. So, again, I know you guys have some road trips to Ohio and Bowling Green and Ball State, but hopefully fans come on out and check you guys out for the last two home games of the year. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, having that support is always amazing, and especially at those home games, it's the best. So, yeah, come out and support. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks so much for your time, and uh, best of luck the rest of the year here. We're rooting for you guys, and uh, hopefully you get that strong finish you're looking for. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Well, that was a lot of fun. Really appreciate having both Jace and Allison on the podcast. Pretty unique. We didn't plan for this, but uh, how about the high school accolades for both student-athletes there? And again, a lot of these student-athletes, you look up and down their bio, they were decorated high school athletes, but not a lot of them have state championships. Some of them do, but not everybody can win a state championship. And Allison LaPointe, uh, Shrine Catholic High School, she brought their first district and regional and state championship in 2019. And then they most recently, you know, after she's graduated, won in 2022. And then for Jace... I mean, Ankeny hadn't won the state championship in football since 2012, as he mentioned, and the team Dowling that he watched growing up always win the state title, that was the team they knocked out in the semis in that crazy double overtime game where uh, Jace was able to, to finish it off with a winning touchdown. So pretty cool that both of them come from success high school-wise as their teams were able to win state titles. and. Now here they are competing at Central Michigan. So make sure you go out and watch both of them. You'll get an opportunity to see Jace Bauer compete this Saturday, home against Akron, homecoming Saturday. It's a 3.30 kick, and uh, certainly hope we can get you out there to Kelly Short Stadium and support the Chippewas. In the meantime, for Allison, they are going to head out on the road to Ohio on Thursday. That's a 4 o'clock kick, so a little bit earlier, but then they also will come back home for homecoming in their alumni tailgate, their kickoff at 1 o'clock on Sunday at the CMU Soccer Lacrosse Complex. So a ton of activities going on this weekend with homecoming here in Mount Pleasant. Make sure you support the Chipwise. Have a great week, and of course, fire up chips. Yeah.